Hey guys, this is Sam Hunter. Welcome to the Sam Hunter Podcast, where we discuss all things hunting, trapping, and fishing. Hey guys, Sam Hunter here. Do you have a question you'd like answered on the Sam Hunter Podcast, or have a really great story that you think should be featured on the podcast? If so, email me at thesamhunterpodcast at gmail.com. Today, we have a great episode ahead of us with Taylor Garner on her epic deer hunt that will never be forgotten. And before we get there, I do want to say, at the time this episode recording took place, many internet and mobile providers were down around the country dealing with outages. But I didn't want anyone to miss out on this great interview. So you may not experience the quality we normally strive for on the Sam Hunter podcast in this episode. However, you're going to hear about an epic deer hunt for a monster buck, You're going to hear about the preparations that go into getting ready for the deer season for the Garner family. And you're going to hear about some wild game recipes that will blow your mind. In fact, I'm dying to try them right now. So grab some popcorn, or better yet, your favorite wild game meal, and enjoy the show. Hey Taylor, welcome to the Sam Hunter Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Can you hear me okay? Yes, doing great, and I can hear you. Um, why don't you go ahead and, if you would, just give us a little introduction uh, of who you are and also um, what got you into hunting and the type of species you typically hunt. Um, so my name's Taylor Varner. I am an Auburn University student. I study management there. I have my last semester in December, so we're finishing up. Um, I grew up... Um, on a farm in Pine Mountain, my dad's always hunted and my brother's always hunted. So I really don't go all that often. Um, it was, I just try to go sometimes during the hunting season to know, you know, like do something with them, uh, all that they do during that season. So, um, we don't see them much, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I don't really hunt all that often. <laughs> Right. Well, that's awesome. And everybody, you can follow her and her hunting endeavors when she does go at Taylor underscore Garner. Um, That's T-A-Y-L-O-R underscore G-A-R-N-E-R. And, you know, um, obviously you you grew up in a hunting family. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the dynamics of hunting with your father and your brother. And tell us a little bit about sibling rivalry and how much that plays into the fun you guys have when you go hunting together. Yeah, so um, I guess growing up, um, the fir- well, the first time I ever shot a deer, it was um, to go with the guy that I was dating in high school um, because he wanted to hunt and, like, go hunting on the property or whatever. And I was honestly just trying to, you know, impress him. And he was supposed to just shoot a doe, but a buck ended up walking out, and my dad wanted me to shoot it. So I did, and I cried So that you know, it was embarrassing for me, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, so that was, um, the first experience I ever had with hunting, and uh, I only cried because it, it didn't die, like, right away, you know, it, it was one of those things where it just kind of, like, laid down, and I was like, oh my god, no, but, um, as I got older, you know, like, my dad kind of explained to me that they have to shoot deer on the property to keep um like the ratio of like bucks to does and like the numbers down and things like that so it was kind of like you know it wasn't a bad thing like it was necessary you know and a lot of people don't understand that is that that's something that they have to do like population wise 
especially like on a farm like this. Um, but growing up, uh, Grayson, my brother, he is, he just turned 18 in March and I'm 21, about to turn 22. So there's about a three and a half year difference. And, you know, I've always been the bigger sister. I probably growing up than I would like to admit, but we've always <laughs> you know, been very competitive, like in the sports and things like that. You know, I wanted to be better than him at everything. And, um, as I got older and he got bigger than me, then that kind of changed, but he's taken me on a few hunts and that's something that like we can do together because he wants to be a farm manager like my dad. Um, but the, the buck that I shot, you know, he had just shot in a, uh, or shot a big, well, I guess a relatively big buck on the farm. And as soon as, you know, he got over like the hype of that and like his, you know, excitement, I shot one that was bigger and it, was, right. it just like killed him, you know, he right. hated it. You know, we, when we finally found it and brought it back to the, um, I guess the shed to clean, he was not happy, did not say <laughs> a word, didn't want to talk. <laughs> like it was, right. it's very clear that there's some, there's some tension there, but, uh, you know, it, Absolutely. It is what it is. And he was happy for me at the end of the day. But, you know, yeah. just between brother and sister and things like that, you know, there's always going to be some competition. Right. Absolutely. And we're going to get uh, to a walkthrough of this hunt in a little bit. Um, kind of backtracking to that first year you caught uh, where there were some emotions going. Um, did your boyfriend at the time or your brother or your dad, what did they kind of say to you when you were uh, crying, just upset about it? Did they just try to encourage you or, or how did that kind of play out? Oh, my dad laughed. Yeah, <laughs> they thought it was hilarious. And because I wasn't, you know, like, super, like, upset or anything, it was just, like, emotional for me because I, that's the first time I'd ever killed anything. And I, you know, was trying to impress this guy that I was dating. And, you know, he just kind of sat there and looked at me. And my dad's just, you know, like, it's okay. Like, it's it's fine. You know, <laughs> you're okay. Like, it, it's going to die <laughs> eventually. But, um you know, they were just trying to, like, you know, be supportive of me and make sure that I was okay and that, like, I wasn't, you know, like, freak, going to freak out or anything like that. But, um, no, they were they were happy for me, and I was, you know, just trying to be, like, happy for myself. Right. Yeah, I'm sure they were glad that, um, you know, you continued hunting with them in the future. So, I guess that was a, a good thing for them, too, as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, it wasn't, like, a deterrent or anything like that. I've done some, like, turkey hunts and things like that and we filmed um i can't remember i think it was for drury outdoors i think that's what it was oh awesome in middle school we did a, a film hunt for that and then again when i was in high school so there's been like other occasions where i've done you know things like that it was just that one time i don't know what it was it just like shocked me that i just killed something right well that's um that's awesome that you guys did something with drury outdoors we had uh greg from jury outdoors on um one of the episodes a few episodes back so that's pretty neat oh really I, him and my dad have always been good friends so that's how that worked out oh that's awesome um i had no idea about that that's so cool and uh as far as the garner family preparation for deer season because i know it looks different for every family um and you know as the years go on uh the preparation the list of things to do tends to increase every year but for you guys you know um do you guys work on food plots do you do any scouting shed hunting trail cam observation what kind of goes into 
preparation for the deer season? Well, um, so it's a lot. Yeah. Um, my dad, the farm that we live on is owned by Jeff Foxworthy. So it's a very large farm. Um, and he only has like one or two other people that help him occasionally to manage it. And, you know, a lot of people want to come here and hunt. So he has to make sure that everything's, you know, perfect when the time comes because that first week um, of deer season, they all stay at the lodge together, like all of the guys. And that's all they do. They hunt morning and night, every night. And, you know, they just eat and hang out and have fun together. And so basically the whole year he's preparing for like that because that, you know, that's like his like favorite time of the year. And um, so, yeah, they look at trail cameras. They've got a huge whiteboard in man. They call it man lane where they have um, their lockers with their names on them and their camo and bows and things like that um and it's just like names of all of the food plots and the places that they have stands set up and they'll put like little tally marks when a deer gets killed there or like who killed a deer here and wow that's like that. that's intense that's that's some next level stuff right oh there. yeah they, awesome. they take it very very seriously um deer named um that, that they see on the trail camera they, and they follow them so they know like where they're going to be or and what time of the morning or the evening that they come out and you know just kind of try to track where they're going to be so you know that wants to come and kill a big buck you can put them on that buck you know and that's just kind of like what my dad's job is during that time is somebody if somebody wants to kill a big deer like he's there to he knows how to put them on that deer so, yeah, we he watches trail cameras. He plans and plants fields. I think he plants, like, soybean most of the time. But, um, yeah, he just kind of tries to get everything in line for that. My brother, has, as he's gotten older, he's been able to help him do that. And uh, he wears a cowboy hat. He looks like a real-deal cowboy. I mean, he, he, he says he doesn't want to go to college, but he's going to go. He would really just like to work out. Um, in Montana on a ranch right. so that's how you know he, he operates but that's um, yeah it's a big deal here for preparation wise absolutely and as far as hunting style goes um, you know between you and Grayson uh, is the hunting style pretty similar or are there some differences as far as you know calling versus no calling I know my brother um, he doesn't really call a lot when we're out hunting I'm all, always calling um, mm-hmm. you know, do you guys have different styles or, or are you pretty much on the same page? Um, I don't know how to call with turkey calls. My brother's really good at that. Um, and I've always had somebody sit with me when I do hunt. Um, they know how to call, but, um, he normally shoots a bow. I can't draw a bow because I, I had shoulder surgery a couple of years ago and I just can't, I can't draw it back anymore. Um, so I have to shoot a gun, but everybody else on the farm, they hunt with a bow or a crossbow or something, but that's pretty much the main difference. He knows how to call really well. I can't do it for the life of me. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, this is, uh, an incredible deer. Um, and the way I saw it personally was, uh, on GON, uh, I believe their Instagram page. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's an incredible deer. So before we get through the walkthrough of this hunt for a seven and a half year old buck, um, that had been shot twice before. Go ahead and tell us, you know, was there a name for this deer that you guys had picked out? Uh, were there any past sightings? Had he been on the trail cam often? 
Um, and do you know who shot him before? Yes. So um, my, I did an internship out in Arkansas last summer for a guy named Cody, and he had come to the farm, and that was supposed to be the deer that he was going to shoot. So he had shot that deer before, and then I believe one of my dad's friends, um, his name's Brent Burns, had shot him before too. Um, so I think he was shot once with a bow and another time with a gun, but um, I don't know how he was still going after that. But I can't remember his name. I want to say it was something super weird, like Turkey Foot or some, you know, something <laughs> odd. Like, right. Um, I can't remember the name of him, but um, yeah, I think that was it though. Yeah, and. You know, let's go ahead and have a walkthrough of this hunt, um, just kind of starting from, you know, the morning y'all went out or the evening, whichever it was, and just kind of how the whole thing played out and what was going through your mind. Right. So um, I was sitting with um, a friend of mine, named, his name was Tyler, and he had shot a buck on the farm recently, um, him and his brother. His brother was, it's Tyler Fromm and Jake Fromm, the, um, the quarterback for UGA. So they had been down here and Tyler, who plays football at Auburn so me and him were friends from that but um he was sitting with me and we had gave him a set of um calling antlers for his birthday that my dad had made so he was he had those and we got out of the truck and we were just there to shoot does and I was just kind of you know there to hang out but my dad when he dropped us off he said if that Tyler if that buck walks out you can let Taylor shoot him and I didn't really know what they were talking about or anything you know I've, I mean, I know I hear in passing um, of deer or like what deer they're looking for this year, or like what the like the big ones that this year, what they're going to be and like what their names are. But he didn't say a name or anything specific, but he had just said, you know, Tyler, if that buck walked out, Taylor can shoot him. So we were sitting up there and we were waiting and waiting and waiting. And he goes walked out. And we were kind of just trying to wait on some bigger does. And there was a few other. And we were looking, I was looking through the binoculars and I was like, like, I don't want to shoot it. Like, I'm so scared it's a spike. And right. so um, I got one, I got a doe that had gotten closer to me. So I was sighted in on it. And as soon as I was about to pull the trigger, because I asked Tyler, is it okay if I shoot him? And he or shoot her and he said yes and as soon as I was about to pull the trigger he was like wait 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 and turkey but came running out <laughs> into the middle of the field and just stopped right in front of us and I you know my heart started beating really fast and I was like oh my god oh my god like please don't mess this up please don't mess this up and Tyler's like that's the one you and I was like all right are you sure? Like, right. Like, and you me, like, you want me to do it? Right. And I got to ask you, I got to ask you in that moment, because I know, you know, when you're sighted in on a deer, no matter what deer, whether it's a doe, spike buck, a huge buck, whatever the case may be, there's that immediate adrenaline that comes into play and that excitement. And when you're already sighted in on a doe and you already have that <laughs> adrenaline going and then a big, you know, huge buck runs into play. Um, I mean, what, what kind of emotions were you feeling? Um, I mean, just explain how that, that adrenaline kind of takes over. And I've, I've never had that happen where I'm sighted in. And in that moment, the deer that you're really after comes into play. Right. It was, it was honestly just the craziest thing because neither one of us expected him to actually come out. You know, he had been spotted in that, in that plot a few times. But 
that was really where they had been sitting, waiting for him um, that season. So it was just the, honestly the craziest thing because I was sighted on though we had no intention of shooting a buck that night and the deer that, you know, they had been talking about walked out in front of me and he just, it, it was so perfect. He ran, he ran straight out and just stopped and Tyler picked up his antlers and he, he racked them and then he looked and I said, um, I, I, you know, moved the gun over and I'm sighted in on him and I was like, so I can shoot him. And Tyler said, yes. And I was like, should I shoot him now? And he was like, yes, like, please like do it. <laughs> and, um, so I shot and I saw him, you know, do like the, the kick or whatever in the air. So I knew I hit him and I heard the thud and I was like, so relieved that I didn't miss or anything. And, you know, I'm shaking, he's shaking. And we're just both so excited. And then we call my dad and um, my dad's just, you know, over the moon about it. Like he's, um, but then there was a deer on the farm at the time. Um, I'm, I think he's still here that they called Sam. And he was, I think a three-year-old or four-year-old that was just supposed to be massive. And they were, you know, nobody was supposed to shoot him because they were going to let him grow. And what, what's his name? Son of Sam. Son of Sam. Yeah. And Tyler knew not to shoot this deer. You know, they show pictures to everybody that comes in, you know, don't, don't shoot this deer. And they kind of look similar. So Tyler got really that I just shot son of Sam and he's the one that told me to do it. So, <laughs> so the whole time that we're tracking, it probably took us like 15 minutes to really find it. But the whole time he's just like, feeling sick to his stomach and thinking like, Oh my God, never going to let me come back and hunt. She just shot that deer and um, it ended up, you know, it ended up being the right one. So it ended up working out perfect. Wow. That's, that's incredible. And um, you know, do you have any idea uh, what the deer ended up scoring? And also um, was curious if you ended up taking it to uh, taxidermy and getting the antlers back or the head or anything like that? Yeah, I believe they sent it off to get um, mounted. We have a trophy room um, down in Manland where we put, you know, the bigger deer up on the wall and stuff. And they've got, you know, random various things like elk and stag and a crocodile. And so that that one will probably go in there because I don't really have anywhere to put it in my one-bedroom apartment. But um, I don't remember what it ended up scoring. Um I was going to have my dad actually sit with me and talk with me on this, but him and my brother, they left today to go deep sea fish. Oh, wow. Yes. Numbers for you if you want to post them later, but I'm not exactly sure what, what it ended up scoring. Right. And, um, I'm assuming it hasn't come back yet. I know it can take a while sometimes. Has it, is it, do you know if it's close to being finished or anything like that? Um, I'm not sure. Last thing I heard, it was it was close, but they have several in the works. Great, because Grayson's here, they sent off too, so I'm sure they're just probably going to get them all at the right. Same and time. so, you know, you talked about how, um, you know, your dad's reaction, and you you told us a little bit previously about uh, your brother's reaction when you went to go clean it. Now, did, did, how soon after mm-hmm. you calling your dad did your brother hear about it, and how did um, his reaction come into play, like the moment he heard about it? Well, he had shot um, a, a doe that night, too. So we were all hunting together um, just in different places. And I believe my dad called him as soon as I got off the phone with him um, because he wanted Grayson to clean it for us while we took pictures and stuff right. like that. Or um, 
yeah and it ended up having um this huge abscess in his neck like really really bad like he was gonna definitely knock out from that um soon so I'm, I'm glad I got to him before then but um yeah Grayson was not happy <laughs> <laughs> right and um so is this a like a hunting club or is it just your your dad invites his close friends over and, and y'all's friends and y'all hunt together in the deer season it's yeah it's just like friends and things like that they um since mr jeff since he you know who i'm talking about when i say jeff fox really right yes absolutely okay yeah so um they've had in the past like make a wish and um like wounded warriors come and hunt and they do they've done things like that in the past but mainly it's just you know friends friends of friends people that want to yeah that want to come and and kill some does so that we can, you know, get the numbers down and stuff like that. And then they normally will have their bucks picked out for the year by the time the time comes. And so that it's, it's mainly just friends. Awesome. So did the, did the Fromm boys um, stay in touch once you decided to go to Auburn? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me and Tyler are still really good friends. Um, I think my brother and Jake have spoken recently. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, so we've all stayed in touch. That's awesome. And, um, you know, this is an incredible story and it's just really, really cool to hear, um, the way that it played out. Cause I know you had said, you know, it was sort of an accident. It wasn't really, um, you know, it just kind of all came together that way, but sometimes those are some of the coolest hunts to hear about. Uh, when you get that unexpected situation, you're out in the woods, you don't really know what's going to happen and the best possible scenario happens. So we appreciate you coming on sharing the story and to close out, um, we try to close out episodes a little differently each time. And today I'd like to hear, um, obviously growing up in a hunting family, hunting turkeys, hunting deer, uh, I'm sure you've had a lot of wild game meat. And so what are your, maybe like your top, um, your favorite deer meal dish, uh, deer meal dish, and maybe your top favorite, um, thing you make with turkey as well. All right. This is easy. So my dad makes the best deer meat you've ever tasted in your entire life like all of my friends they love it that's what they want every single time they come over here what we eat on our birthdays all of that um so he'll take backstrap and he'll marinate it in dr pepper overnight because dr pepper tastes... dr pepper you okay this sounds it. very Everybody intriguing out there, you gotta try it dr pepper is the key to taking like the gamey kind of flavor out um and wow. then he'll slice it down the middle, so like butterfly it, fill it with cream cheese and jalapeno, and then wrap it in bacon, and then put it in the oven, or put it on the grill. Okay, that sounds like so much amazingness at once. First of all, Dr. Pepper is my favorite soda, so I already <laughs> love that idea. And then wrapping the bacon around it, I have tried that with a cube steak. However, I did not add Dr. Pepper, and with the backstrap tenderloin, that sounds even better. So that's already incredible. Um, I can already see, even not having tasted that, made that way exactly, I could see how that's your favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and what would be maybe, I mean, considering he you know, does some interesting things like that, what does he do with turkey that maybe is a little different? So the last time that we cooked turkey, I actually cooked it. And I believe all I did was I looked up, um, I think it was a recipe on um, maybe like the Food Network. I can't remember. But we took the, um, the turkey meat and we cubed it. And then, like, the – and I think it we used mustard. And it ended up tasting just like Chick-fil-A nuggets. I, I swear on my life they tasted just like Chick-fil-A nuggets. 
The only thing I would do differently was tenderize it before. It wasn't hard to chew, but it could have been, you know, more tender. So that was the only thing that was different. Um, if I can get that recipe, I'll shoot you a link to it because that Yeah, that sounds really good. Amazing. It sounds like you guys need to open up uh, like a Garner family wild game. You know, every time, you know, there's great, like you brought up Chick-fil-A, there's some great restaurants and fast food restaurants like Chick-fil-A seems to be king of the fast food restaurants. But, you know, it's frustrating that there's not like some really great wild game restaurants that are just you can go anytime and go anywhere but it sounds like you guys might be the ones to break into that right. market because that stuff sounds pretty good hey you <laughs> never know you never well know. taylor thank you so much for coming on the sam hunter podcast uh we had a great time hearing about some of these recipes and the hunt of a lifetime are there any plans to um go out again this deer season any particular deer you might have in mind uh, I'm sure I'll go again. I, I don't know if I'll have the same outcome. Probably not, but um, I'm sure I'll go out again this deer season. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. We appreciate having you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the Sam Hunter Podcast, where we discuss all things hunting, trapping, and fishing. We had a great time today talking with Taylor Garner. We got to hear about her epic deer hunt and the way that the Garner family goes about preparing for deer season, some incredible deer recipes, and much more. Join us next time on the Sam Hunter Podcast, where we discuss all things hunting, trapping, and fishing, and we'll see you there.